is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. What are you babbling about? What are you babbling about? What are you babbling about? What? What are you babbling about? What are you babbling about? He's not just babbling. He's trying to open up to me. I am also a highly sophisticated being who longs for intelligent conversation. Then what are you doing here? Hopefully we got it all for you. JP, Coriel, Husker Dick. Good morning. Welcome. It's Wednesday, July 5th. Good morning, Nick. Welcome back, bud. What's up, man? Good to see you guys. How was the uh, fishing trip to Colorado? It was great. Great. Uh, caught some rainbow trout, and uh, my kids had a great time. They uh, they both caught the rainbow trout they caught. They both caught over a 21-inch rainbow trout. Those are huge. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. massive. Yeah, it's massive. It's a huge rainbow trout. And uh, we uh, I smoked those things, and we had them for dinner one of the nights, and it was super good. Very super nice. Good. When did you guys get back? Did you get back in time for the 4th of July festivities? Um, yeah, yeah. We got back on Sunday um, and then kind of just hung out around the house and relaxed. I don't know. That's it's cool. uh, it's funny because like on, on vacation time, the whole vacation, I kept waking up at like 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And then as soon as I got back here, it's like my body was like, I just want to sleep in, sleep yeah. till noon. Uh, Not that. happening. So, yeah. yeah. But it was good, man. Really good. It was nice, uh, nice to get out with the kids and my wife and go camping and hiking and all that kind of yeah. stuff good. good reset to everything that's a good yeah thing. for sure yep, how yep. you doing Coriel? i know you had to dodge good. like a war zone to get here yeah, between a- remnants of fireworks and then <laughs> trees down yeah there's um side note uh there is a tree blocking the entire roadway at oh like the i think it's might still be 66th but okay um, maybe 66th and adams oh, maybe okay. it's north cotner and adams yeah, yeah, the photo you sent us was like, it's literally a tree down in the street. Yeah, and then the other one is, uh, there's there are tr- there are massive trees yeah. down blocking the entire roadway almost uh, within the six block radius of my house. Because one's just past 71st in Holdridge, so that affects east and westbound in Holdridge. Um, and then there's the one just across from like the Bethany Library uh, at the church. And that one's blocking some of the roadway. And then that one that I was just talking about. There's no easy way. It's just yeah. a long strip there, like through that residential. And then you hit a little roundabout and then you can connect to Oh, Tuesday. that rain was nuts yesterday. And yeah, that it, storm came through. We were outside in a havoc. pool. Oh, God. And yeah. we were just kind of, you know, playing God for a little while because we saw oh. it all come in real fast. And we're like, well, we'll just wait till the rain or the lightning, one of the two. Um, and the rain didn't hit, the lightning didn't happen, but the straight line winds did. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, one of my friends fell out of the chair. <laughs> it was, it was chaos. It was pretty wild for a little while, but Luckily I mean, everybody's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised by those trees down at all. And I guess yeah. there's a lot of power outages yesterday too. So. It was a crazy storm that popped in, and uh, but yet still everybody, it still sounded like a war zone until almost midnight last night. I couldn't get to sleep. Oh, yeah. We still, we in intervals when the rain would let up, we would go out and oh. light stuff off. So Yeah. Oh, There's no fear. Like in, you were in, Lieutenant Dan from yeah. uh, Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. 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 Speaking of Lieutenant Dan, how did Jackson survive his birthday weekend? Oh, he did all right. You know, I had to uh, kind of chaperone. <laughs> Pretty much the whole time. Play party you know, mom. Yeah. Someone's someone's got to get us home. So well, good for um, you. I I really don't feel too terrible. Good. I guess I did. I partied pretty hard. I stayed up way too late most nights, but it was worth it. To have yeah, that extended va- weekend and and celebration. It was nice. It was just yeah. hard to be that that active on like uh, 
uh, a kind of a bum knee at the moment. So yeah. I still kind of laid up and iced it. Just get you a party a party uh, golf cart that you can drive around in everywhere. You there go. we go, and save that knee. I just want one of those little. I want one of those little scooters. I could get you one of those scooters. <laughs> that is a thing that can happen. You had a good fourth though, JP. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, lots of lots of pool parties and just hanging out and eating and uh, drinking and enjoying. So just getting all fat and sassy. Kind of nice to just chill out and do nothing, which nice. was perfect. So hopefully, you all got a chance to enjoy it. Maybe some people will still be out this week. Either way, we'll be here for you. Coming up next with JP Coriel and Husker Nick. We do have an all-new couples therapy, so hopefully you can join us at 720 and help Brandon and Lauren as they debate something involving their kids and wanting our opinion on those things. With that, uh, a conversation about all this all was a misunderstanding. We'll get Would You Rather and a lot more coming up, including the nitty-gritty from Music City. And just a few brought to you by Nutrition Authority. Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman making history. Carrie Underwood's new ink, Jelly Roll's new do, and more. Getting you in the know from Music Row. Check this out. Coriel has your nitty gritty from Music City on Kix 96.9. Nitty Gritty from Music City, powered by A1 Mold, testing and remediation. Luke Combs' cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car is his 16th consecutive number one song on the Billboard Country Airplay chart. It's also making history for Tracy Chapman as well. She is now the first black woman to have the sole songwriting song uh, like credit on a number one country hit. Several black women have had co-writing credits on country hits. Uh, but this is uh, the first time that it's just the sole credit. Luke's version is also the first country cover of a pop song to top the Billboard Country Airplay chart since Blake Shelton's cover of Michael Bublé's Helm back in gotcha. 2008. Okay. Luke was also asked if Tracy had reached out to him, and he said she hasn't. But Fast Car has been covered and sampled by tons of artists, so that isn't so like a surprise there. He didn't mention if he tried to contact her either. I was kind of wondering that if there was ever like yeah. a... Hey, yeah, I love this song. To do it. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. I it doesn't seem like it. I suppose yeah. I haven't really heard anything about that, but who knows? Jelly Roll shared a video of himself getting a serious haircut. It starts <laughs> with him uh, saying he woke up deciding to do it. His wife Bunny XO is in the video, and she loves the idea. He calls her a hair hater, but lets him uh, lets her trim some of it. There's a pro who does most of the clipping, uh, and he knows what he's doing. So he. T- he takes jelly from scruffy and long to clean and short. He um, just kind of makes him I, I look a little more buttoned up, I suppose. Okay. It really does transform jelly roll, though. He had a good mullet, though. He had a really good mullet going he, for a he while. He definitely had a lot yeah. going on, but um, now he, he just, yeah, he looks, he looks all buttoned up, I suppose. All right. Jimmy Allen's uh, reemerged, essentially, for the holidays. Like, first, oh. he and his... Pregnant wife Alexis Gale separated. Then came, uh, you know, the sexual assault accusations and lawsuits as his record label and business partners distanced themselves from him. Yeah. Uh, just to catch you up, just in case you didn't know. But things looked anything but bleak for the singer over the weekend because he pulled up to the Paradise Grill in Long Neck, Delaware by boat. The country singer was accompanied by his family, including his estranged wife, huh. as they hung out at the establishment, greeting fans and customers. And then people asked him to take the stage for a couple songs, and he did. Reports are that Jimmy told folks on hand that he was heading back out on tour in September, 
and that people were polite to the embattled country star and his family. As one patron put it, quote, I let God be the judge. I'm not going to judge anybody. So who knows? But he's he kind of reemerged immense amongst all of uh, that heat. And we'll keep you po- uh, posted as far as that goes. It sounds yeah. like um, it would probably take a while to get through that for sure yeah. uh, legally and whatnot. So. Last but not least, the family that inks together stays together. We all know that saying. <laughs> but Carrie Underwood's family, um, she went and got some matching tattoos. Whoa. Quote, when your 74-year-old mother asks you and your sisters to get matching tattoos with her in Vegas, the only questions are what and where. <laughs> I never would have thought I'd see the day that Mama Carol would be getting some ink. Hashtag what happens in Vegas, she wrote. That's uh, Carrie Underwood's uh, um post on social media and then she says also on instagram the four women got identical simple but ornate hearts tattooed on each of them carrie thanked tattoo artist Derek riley in her post who also hit instagram about inking the underwood woman saying quote experiences like this make las vegas one of the coolest places to live a huge thank you to the underwood gals for coming by and spending the afternoon in my studio i'm so grateful um i can't quite remember because i did see it myself but i'm pretty sure it's on her foot yeah she got hers on the foot yeah hers is on the foot so very very cool and now i officially feel like a wimp because carrie (laughs) underwood's 74 year old mother has a tattoo and you don't and i do not with the nitty-gritty for music city i'm coriel with kicks 96.9 you're listening to jp coriel and husker nick i've been waiting on some good news let's talk some good uh what's your good thing let us know facebook twitter instagram kx969 to be a part of the show coriel what's yours today well, I think my good thing would be a, a lot of hard work that people are going to be putting in to kind of clean up the storms last night and stuff like that. Mm. I don't think that it uh, affects maybe all of Lincoln, maybe just portions of Lincoln. But uh, thank you for anybody who had to deal with that on a holiday, 4th of July. There were some power outages and whatnot. Uh, but I want to throw it back to uh, the very, very, very end of June, uh, a little less than a week ago. There was a pretty heartwarming story that somebody posted on one of the, like, Nebraska pages on Facebook, and I just thought it was wholesome and cute. They took pictures, and it was a biker and an AGP plant manager that rescued two baby ducklings from uh, certain death, honestly, after they fell into a gutter and were trapped. They pried the manhole cover off, climbed in to lift the babies to safety. Uh, the adventure took a little over an hour. The ducklings were not convinced that they needed rescued, obviously, because they're ducklings. Uh, and I and it, they tagged a Gordon in this, but not your Gordon. Not my dad. JP, okay. no. Yeah. Um, and then also a Terry. So thank you to Gordon and Terry. The biker and the plant manager that came to the rescue of the baby ducklings. Uh, it's just, I don't know, a cute little saga. It's sweet. I know they're ducklings. And like, it looks like the mom's standing by. Like, she's just like watching, like, oh my God, please, please, please. Please send my babies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but very, very cute. I don't know. I just think it's cute. And the, the whole scenario is just funny to, <laughs> to watch. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, your good thing. Uh, my good thing. So I just got back from my trip to Colorado, and my good thing is fishing, man. Because I went out and I spent four different days fishing with my kids, and there is and there's just nothing more fun than sitting on a lake. And like we're on one lake where uh, we're kind of lucky, I think, but we're fishing, and then 
a bunch of like elk come walking up behind us, which those things are massive, mm-hmm. and they just start kind of wading in the water about fifty feet from us and are just hanging out and like just the whole experience uh, of doing that with my two kids was just so much fun mm. and my brother in law and my nephew so i just that 's my good thing like just get out and 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 doing something like that or you know going fishing or going out and Doing camping a little bit, that kind of stuff. Like yeah. it's just a blast. I would definitely recommend to anybody. Absolutely, uh, to get out and do that stuff. Yeah, get back, get out, and get back to nature. It's a good thing. Join nature. Uh, my good thing is we had over seventy-five donors at the Alexis Calfee Memorial Blood Drive on the third. Awesome. We were only able to do it one day because the community blood bank's not open on a Sunday. So Mar- May. Th- uh, Monday, July 3rd was the only day we could do it because, you know, the 4th of July was on the, the next day. So limit down to one day. Still managed to get over 75 blood donors to do that in honor of Alexis and a great turnout and a great help to the Nebraska Community Blood Bank. And I hit my uh, two-gallon mark. Good. For, for donations for blood. So uh, there was quite a few people that last minute decided to do the full, like a, do a double, basically, and do uh, extra blood. And I was one of the... Folks who could do, because of my height and size, I was able to give a little bit more blood. So it was yeah. a pretty cool thing to be a part of. And uh, I'm I'm very honored to to know Todd and Jamie, uh, the parents of Alexis, who keep this, uh, this dream alive, and her friend Rachel, uh, and the folks that continue to do this in honor of her name. And it's just, it's a good thing. It's, it's just one thing I'm proud to be a part of. And I'm I'm glad people are, are doing things like this and drives like this, because it's important. It uh, is. We, the blood bank needs all the help they can get. And if it's an opportunity to do that in honor of somebody, it's even more uh, important to do that for somebody's family and friends. So thank you to everyone who Everybody was a part of it, and uh, we'll see you next year. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. What the hell's going on? I mean, what the hell is going on? First, we start with a guy named Joseph Taturi, who has beaten the world record for living underwater without depressurization. Uh, but he may have a new problem. Okay. The professor and retired U.S. Naval officer who lived 30 feet underwater in Jules' under siege uh, lodge for 100 days. That's the one off of Florida, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I talked about this guy during the Florida Man game. Oh, yeah. He's he's cool. He unfortunately has announced he has shrunk about a half an inch. Really? That's no fun. He revealed in an interview that he first noticed the height change when he was no longer hitting his head on the escape hatch, which he'd been doing previously. The researcher added, when I get to the surface, I am 72 and a little bit inches, and I'm like, man, I was like 73. Yeah, he was trying to also, I mean... Makes sense, but he was trying to study the effects of like different pressure on mm-hmm. the human body. And he's and, shrunk. And he, well, found Compressed. something. He yeah, found out like, something. Uh, it's like the astronauts that went up and uh, stayed up in space for a year, came back and were taller. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that wild? That is wild. Weird. The way things work out. I also there. love how, uh, I think we are talking about the same person. I hope we are. But um, either way, it's still funny. That place that he was staying in essentially was, I picture like Bikini Bottom from Spongebob. Yeah. Like a the pineapple under the sea. House, but I think yeah. there was like um, there was like a window of some sort where he invited experienced scuba divers that people would, that would just dive for excursions and fun. Right. He invited people to come down and say hi to him. <laughs> so nice. he would like look outside every once in a while and there'd be people outside. They're just like <sighs> waving. And he's just like waving in his little living space. That's hilarious. That's funny. I think that's funny. Uh, And then if you put ketchup on your hot dog yesterday, the president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council would like a word with you. Mm. 
Uh, he's a real guy. His name is Eric Mittenthal. And in an interview from uh, the 4th of July, he told Fox News that no one over the age of 18 should be putting ketchup on hot dogs. Why? He says, if you can vote, it's time for your taste buds to vote for a hot dog without ketchup. He says the sweetness is just not the ideal match and suggests mustard, onions, and sauerkraut instead. So this guy's from Chicago. He's anti-ketchup. <laughs> yeah, basically. He's from, so he's from Chicago. Yeah. But wow. he's... Oh, he's from he's from like a hot dog and sausage board? Yeah, he's or, the yeah. president of the National Hot yeah. Dog and Sausage Council. So yeah. this guy's the president of Wieners, and he's telling you how to live your life. Pretty much. He is. All he right. is. This isn't it's the first late. time he's taken this stance. Back in 2021, he said, any hot dog is delicious except for hot dogs with ketchup. That's funny. Heinz also tweeted, the Heinz UK Twitter tweeted and cleared up any debates ahead of 4th of July that ketchup actually technically is supposed to go in the fridge. Yeah, they did clear yeah, that up. It's fine to be on the shelf, but it's because it, it's, it's, it's acidity or yeah. whatever. And you, like even after it's open, you can. But for yeah. quality assurance or whatever, they say you should put it in the fridge. Refrigerator first. Mm. That's that's good. Well, well, so there you go. If you're new things if today, you believe in the hot dog president. <laughs> uh, you don't have to put ketchup on your hot dog. In fact, they tell you not to. Especially if, if you're I was 18. in his position, I'd want my position to be called the wiener dictator. I agree. That would make sense. And he kind of is coming across that way, too. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a better title. president of hot dogs. No way. Yeah, hold on. Wait, I'm doing this job dictator. when I... Yeah. yeah. Why am I doing this job when I can go out and be the president of Wieners? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it's impressive. JP, Coriel, Oscar Nick. Check this out. Here's what's trending online now. Kicks 96.9. And what's trending brought to you by Winter Circle Auto. Three. On what was supposed to be a beautiful summer evening, this armed and armored individual wreaked havoc, firing with a rifle at their victims, seemingly at random, shooting seven, killing five, including children. That's uh, Philadelphia Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw on the mass shootings in Philadelphia. There was also shootings in Fort Worth, Texas, that left at least eight people dead over the holiday weekend with 10 injured. Uh, at least five were killed, two minors injured after a man wearing a body armor uh, outfit opened fire in Philadelphia on Monday. The 40-year-old male had suspect had a semi-automatic rifle, a handgun, a ballistic vest, a police scanner as well, and was arrested Monday night. All of the victims were male, and the police said the motive for the shooting is still under investigation. Also Monday night, three people were killed and eight injured in that shooting uh, in a community gathering in downtown Fort Worth, Texas. Sad. President Joe Biden said in a statement yesterday that gun violence is tearing communities in the U.S. apart and that more action is needed to address the epidemic of gun violence. Very sad stuff. Yeah. Fourth of July celebrations were interrupted by severe weather last night, in case you didn't notice. A fireworks Uh, tent blew over at the Lancaster Event Center. Another one collapsed near the North 84th Street Walmart. Uh, Some of our friends had one um, just up the road there at... 84th and Adams, there were actually two over there, two tents, yeah. but theirs was the one that was closest to, uh, it was between the, the scooters and the auto parts store, but okay. they, it was just chaos for them too. Oh, their tent God. started like rattling and rolling and they thought they were going to lose theirs also. Um, severe winds, heavy rain, and some hail hit the area hard. Lincoln Electric System reported power outages in portions of the city as well. Also, Monday was the hottest day ever recorded on Earth. 
<laughs> That's according to the National wow. Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or the NOAA, or NOAA, as some people call it. The average global air temperature two meters above the planet's surface hit 62.62 degrees Fahrenheit on July 3rd. That uh, beats a record from July last year of 62.46 degrees Fahrenheit. Robert mm. Rode of the University of California, Berkeley, says climate change and El Nino are to blame. He also adds that we should expect more scorching temps in the next month and a half. So, uh, so prepare yourself. I guess oh, enjoy boy. this cool down for the next couple of days. Yeah, enjoy it while you can. One! With 62 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes for his 16th win, I give you the number one ranked eater in the world. Joey Chestnut! Yeah, after a two-hour delay, it didn't dull Joey Chestnut's appetite. Uh, thunderstorms cleared out the Coney Island area, then uh, Joey came back after that and gobbled oh, down 62 boy. hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes for his 16th oh, victory. Oh, my God. Do you want to even guess how many calories that is for uh, 62 hot dogs and buns? For 62 hot yeah. dogs what and do you buns? Think? Ten thousand? Yeah, I'd go like ah, let's go twelve. Seventeen thousand nine hundred eighty <laughs> calories. It's <laughs> gross, man. It's a lot of hot dogs. Oh no. He didn't come close to the record he set uh in twenty twenty one of seventy six, but he said after the win I got leftover room, so I'm gonna be Having some beers later. No. Before the storm, storms moved in, Mickey Sudo won the women's competition uh, for the ninth time by eating 39.5 hot dogs. Uh, wow. She also fell short of her record. But Joey says he's not done yet. He will be back for another year. Does this make him, uh, th- does this put him in an argument for the greatest athletes of all time? No. <laughs> no. Not at all? Okay. Maybe he's like. He's not a, an athlete. Like he's, a digestive athlete. <laughs> he does a lot of exercises to prepare his stomach for all of that food. That's yeah. neat. Yeah. He it's... wears a jersey. <laughs> Somebody put up. Is that all a, that takes? Then I am one like, of the best right? exactly. athletes in the entire Somebody world. Somebody put up. Then. It was a collage of like Michael Jordan. Um, Tom Brady, somebody else, oh, Tiger Woods, and then Joey Chestnut. And then Joey Chestnut. Said those for the four greatest athletes of all time. I'd like ridiculous. I'd like to shake Joey Chestnut's hand, I think. You would? Yeah. Oh, boy. He'd eat eat your hand. Probably would. Just be like, it's it's an honor. Your fingers look like sausages. He'd probably go to town on that. Keep doing the work that you're doing. It's important work. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for your service. (laughs) Thank you for your service. All right, there you go. That's what's trending today. This is JP. And Husker Nick. A battle royale at a bowling alley. That is today's couples therapy. Relationships are challenging. Couples costumes. Whenever that happens, that means manhood has left the building. And occasionally, couples need professional help. Oh, that's it. I've had it. One minute. Nothing takes a minute with you. But when getting by on the cheap is the plan of action, there's couples therapy. With JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick on Kicks 96.9. And today's defendants, Brandon V. Lauren, they are married, they have kids, and they had a bit of an issue with something that happened at a bowling alley. Good morning, Brandon. Hey, how are you? Good, man. How are you? All right. I'm doing pretty good. Okay. What's going on? That You need our assistance. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think my wife's freaking out a little bit. So we went bowling with a bunch of friends, and um, all of them, my 8- and 11-year-old uh, all, all of their friends, they went up and they had they put their bumpers up when they were bowling, and I refused to let my sons do it. <laughs> and I want to want them to. You know what I mean? Like I, they uh, 
everybody else was having a good time, you know, they were throwing it around. But I, I was really just proud of my boys for not complaining. Like for- mm-hmm. You're cutting out a little bit, Brandon. Brandon, you there? Did we lose you? All right, let's try his. Oh, yeah, there we, we go. Let's try his. Well, that's okay. Let me, let me get Maybe Brandon off here real quick. Uh, Lauren, sorry, I think we lost Brandon. Okay. Yeah, so if you could um, give yeah, us I mean, a little rundown. Yeah, um, he's, he's probably on his way to work. Oh, okay. That's okay. So so he he did not let uh, the kids put up the bumpers, and they had to bowl normal, and he says, what yeah. was, what's his, his is, thought process? Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. So he, uh, he was essentially teaching them a lesson, and, and he was saying, he was arguing with me last night about how the, um, you know, the, the barriers they put up is, is like, like babying your kid, and uh, you might as well let them deal with adversity. That's what he called it. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, it's about fun. You know, you want them to do the outing with a whole bunch of other children. Um, all the other parents, they put up the, um, you know, those guards. And right. it's just like, why can't he just be like normal like all the other dads? <laughs> and he's saying that, that we still had fun and we learned. And um, yeah. I know from my boys that they're like, you, you know, they're being nice for dad, but they're disappointed and not as, they didn't have as, as much fun because all the other, you know, little boys were doing ridi- ridiculous shots, you know, having fun, playing around. Mm-hmm. And uh, our kids are getting gutter ball after gutter ball. And uh, it was just like, I felt bad for them. Okay. Um, we do have Brandon back. Brandon, you're still there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, you, your phone cut out. Sorry, uh-huh. man. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Sorry. Yeah, so Lauren was just kind of letting us know that she was she felt bad for the kids because they're getting gutter ball after gutter ball and and were yeah just kind of embarrassed because other boys and and girls were having fun just bouncing the balls off the gutters and stuff. Right, but I mean, how do they, how are they going to learn anything if they're just going to be bouncing things off? Like, is that doesn't really think about life if it's just like, oh yeah, you can screw up as much as you want. Still have a good note. I I just really want to. I don't know. Be tougher than that, you know. I don't want to give them to them for free. All right. So you really think, earn your your stripes, you know. You right. think they should learn uh, to play without them at that, at, even at a young age? Because you know that's right. just, that's just kind of life. More you... whenever they they okay. do get the the stripes, get it. It wasn't given to them. Okay. Right. Okay. And then Lauren, you say um, it's it. You say that the kids, your kids, looked like they just weren't having as much fun as the other kids then? Is that what you're saying? No, definitely not. Okay. And uh, I feel like in this circumstance, we should have put up the, we should have put up the, the, the things like everybody else. Because um, it, it was about fun. I mean, if we want to go privately and have our kids be pro bowlers and train them, <laughs> like that's, that's a whole other thing. And we can come back <laughs> as a family to the bowling alley and do that. But if it's a, like a, an outing with these boys, everybody's putting up the, the guards. We should put them up and ha- have our kids have fun, just like everybody else. And um, this is like their first time, so why, why? what's the problem? Okay. Okay, I, I, fair enough. I think it's worth one day of not having as much fun that, to build, to have two boys with real high character, mental fortitude, and all that stuff. Just one time, and next time they're going to be even better, you know? Okay. We got okay. both of you guys side of things, so let's take it to the people and see what they have to say about it, all right? Okay. All right. Hang on the line. Here's what's next with the J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick show. Nick? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, sorry. I was trying to find a 
place to jump in there, but with his phone messing up, I didn't. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah all, you're good. Fine. it's all good. We'll get yeah. everybody's side of things, all, all three of our opinions coming up here, but we'll take it also, also to uh, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, so is it Team Brandon? Don't use the bumpers. It's a good lesson to learn. Or Team Lauren, it's about fun. Use the bumpers. Okay, so let us know what side you're on in this debate on Facebook or Twitter, KX969, to be a part of Couples Therapy. You can also call in at 466-9696. That's 466-9696. Give us your side of things when it comes to bowling with your kids. Bumpers or no bumpers? It's kicks. Good morning. (laughs) It's Couples Therapy Wednesday. And needing your help between Brandon and his wife, Lauren. It involves bowling with their kids and bumpers or no bumpers. Uh, bumpers team, and no bumpers. Team Brandon is don't use the bumpers. It's a good lesson to learn. Team Lauren is it's about fun. Use the bumpers. They're young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bobby on Twitter, KZKX969 says, in my opinion, it's more frustrating for the boys to not have the bumpers up and they will not want to pursue bowling in the future. Let the kids have fun for now and teach them the proper way later. Okay. And then uh, Comp Eliminator Matt says, I'm all for teaching lessons and growing strong children. But here's the thing about bowling with bumpers. You don't have to use them. Work with them to try to keep the ball in the lane. Yeah, sure, but go. seeing and hearing the pins fall is what creates the love for the sport. Okay. That's uh, that's what I was going to say is like my kids, uh, I I leave the bumpers up, but I don't tell I tell them they better not use them. If they do, it's fine. Yeah. But they're trying <laughs> to throw it down the middle. Yeah. Because like some kids will just walk up there and they'll just like ping pong it all the way down, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, uh, that's kind of defeats the purpose. It really does. I'm not teaching anything. All right, we'll get more of your comments. You can let us know. Facebook or Twitter, KX969. We've got a couple of calls already coming in as well. 466-9696. That's 466-9696. Pick a side between Brandon, don't use the bumpers, good lesson to learn, or Team Lauren, it's about fun. Use the bumpers to be a part of couples therapy. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Couples Therapy Wednesday. And the debate at hand involving Brandon and Lauren's kids. Brandon and the family went bowling with their friends and some and some other kids. And uh, kids had the bumpers up while they were bowling. But Brandon would not allow his boys, 8 and 11, to use the bumpers. He thinks they should learn to play without them. That's life. You'll get some gutter balls. Lauren says their kids, uh, they weren't having any fun. You know, the other kids were doing all kinds of trick shots and strikes and whatnot because they had their their bumpers up. But the kids were getting gutter balls after gutter balls, and this isn't pro bowling. So it's Team Brandon, don't use the bumpers. It's a good lesson to learn. Or Team Lauren, it's all about fun. Use the bumpers. Is 11, 11 is uh, fifth grade, almost sixth grade, I think. Okay. So you're moving into middle school there. Right. I don't know if that makes any difference for you guys. Yeah, I'd say once you're over 10, you kind of just... I dude, I'm I'm kind of on his side uh, okay. on this. Like I like my daughter, for example, she's in T ball. That's the only time she hits off a tee. I pitch to her otherwise. Yeah. Like I didn't want her learning on a tee. Like she can learn if she hits really well. Like she can hit. So like I don't I just to me it's like that's how you learn and right. that's how you get going. And it was frustrating for her at first, but mm-hmm. eventually. So I mean I'm got, kinda yeah. I, I guess I'm kinda on his side on this thing. Okay. Karen on Facebook, KX969, Team Lauren. There are too many parents who have high expectations of their children. Whenever you make sports not fun, it causes burnout. <coughs> Joy says Team Lauren, it's about fun. They aren't training to be pro bowlers. Abby says Brandon has a great point, but I do agree with Lauren that it's situational. Life doesn't have bumpers, but friends are also supposed supposed to make life easier and more fun all in all with friends and it being their first time bowling team lauren 
Um, Brandon says, I say, well, a different Brandon, by the way, says, I say split the difference. Most play two games anyway, so the first game do without bumpers and create oh. some gratitude for the bumpers for the second game. I and then on Twitter, uh, it seems to be a little more Team uh, Brandon versus Team Lauren. Okay. Let's see what you say. Hi, Kicks. I said, I'm on Brandon's side. I said, I did that with all four of my kids growing up. Um, my youngest would get frustrated, obviously, you know, when all the other older kids are getting strikes and stuff. But otherwise, you're just going to depend on something forever. You know what I mean? I mean, I understand that they want to have fun and everything, and I totally get that. But at the same time, in like five years from now, when they're actually getting strikes and then you've got these kids that are constantly getting gutter balls, then it's going to be more fun for his, you know what I mean, for the kids then. Yeah, we get that. Yeah, Devin says, unless you're prepping them for professional bowling, it's about the kids having fun, put the bumpers up and let them be kids. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) I do. throw in the dang. I I don't think, yeah, we didn't really have bumpers up when my kids were little because, I mean, just Tristan was always super competitive, even at like six and seven years old so we just kept the bumpers down. i never wanted the bumpers yeah. because i felt i was like why are you <laughs> why are you giving me the easy way out here right. i was like no i'm gonna suffer uh-huh. through this but that's just because i'm stubborn so who would you say is the winner in this Coriel? actually now it seems that it's team lauren okay um and that's just and it, and it seems that it's also just because uh, this isn't you know pro bowling it's and it was their first time it was two it was, the purpose was to have fun, is what right. people are pointing out. So okay. it looks like it's mainly Team Lauren, and it's been said multiple times to do the split the difference thing where, right? since you play multiple games, you know, play, play some with, with some mm-hmm. without, yeah. whatever, and hey, go from there. So let's bring them back in here. Uh, Brandon, how, what do you think of that, like maybe doing one game on, one game off? That's not bad. As long as I can figure out a way and, and really bring it together to kind of make it a teachable moment to where it's like, Look, you're not always going to have the, the bumpers. You're not always going to have uh, somebody helping you out. Right. But I, I, I liked what the guy said about uh, make like having gratitude for the for the bumpers by yeah. doing it without it first. I mean, I still would rather do it without the bumpers, you know, because it, it's not just about bowling; it's about life and and all. It's 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 always about te- teachable moments. I'm always looking for them. So I would still rather do it, but I I, I mean, I'm willing to make a like a, a compromise. And I, like one person said, I just don't like the idea of them just throwing the ball right at the bumper and making it ping pong all the way down. <laughs> yeah, it that just, was me. It, it drives me nuts. I, it just, yeah, yeah, it drives me insane. And it just, I, I think it makes weak adults, you know. So I, I'd be, I'd be willing to try to split the difference. You know? yeah. that, might, okay. that might work out. I explain it long enough, you know. Right, Lauren. What are you, what are you thinking? You're, you're still pretty firm. Or are you thinking I'm, we're cool with splitting the difference? I'm just, well, I'm just glad that people are agreeing with me because uh, <laughs> I was like, you know, having this argument with him, and I, I feel, just feel like, um, what's the point of this other than fun? You know, right? Um, they're going in, you know, and having fun, and and they are trying hard. They're trying to go straight down and hit the pins. They're not like, you know, like making it weird and and just kind of like throwing it like they don't care. You Got know. It. Um, so yeah, I, I still believe in the gutters, uh, in the you know the guards on the side. Okay. Okay. Very nice. Well, I think that was a good discussion, everybody, because yeah, it does make for uh, a good teachable moment in doing that kind of thing. But and like, someone without kids, I mean, yeah. I've I've never even considered that perspective 
Like right. that, that, yeah, that's, that's hard. It's like, at what point in time are you like, do I constantly try to teach my kid this deeper meaning, deep seated lesson? Mm-hmm. Or do I just let them have the bumpers and right. just go nuts? Well, and you, like you, know? you said, you were a kid that just, you didn't want the bumpers. I you, didn't You know. were competitive in your own right. Yeah. You yeah. was like, I don't need the bumpers. That or stubborn, one of the two. That's stubborn, yeah. <laughs> that's probably it too. All right. Well, hey, Brandon, Lauren, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for yeah. listening to the show. We appreciate you guys. And, and uh, next time out bowling, I hope it's a, a good time. Thanks. Thank, Thank you guys so much. much. I really appreciate it. All right. You guys uh, take care. And if you get, need our help with any kind of issues, whether it be couples therapy, dating, or what have you, just reach out Facebook or Twitter, KX969. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. If this happened in October, you might think it was like a Halloween joke, but not, at, not in June. Uh, someone in, in a small town near Akron, Ohio, called 911 this past month. When they saw hair sticking out of the trunk of someone's car. Okay. They thought someone oh was in there, maybe a dead body. Yeah, no kidding. So, of course, you're going to go and call the cops, and they're going to show up at this place. They figured out where the owner lived and knocked on her door. Her name is Taria Townsend, and she was confused until she realized what happened. This is the video <laughs> uh, footage from the, the police officer's body cam. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Jesus. The craziest thing you're not going to believe. What happened? So we got a call. Somebody's concerned. Are you like a hairstylist? No. So there's like hair hanging out of your tongue? Oh, my Jesus. Someone's like... Oh, that's my weave. Oh, hold on. That's my wig. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> he asks if she's a hairstylist. Yeah. She's like, no. And then... <laughs> She's like, oh, that's my weave. Oh, my Jesus. Oh, my Jesus. That's my weave. That'll panic you. The photo. Oh, my goodness. This is so funny. <laughs> it's unreal. I would have absolutely thought oh, yeah. there was a dead body in that truck. Oh, we're for certain. Sure. It's hanging out. I'm the neighbor calling the, the cops saying there is a dead body in this truck next door. <laughs> You're popping some popcorn waiting for the cops oh, to show up God. and see what So, yeah, sometimes she wears a wig, but she just got uh, her da- hair done and tossed the wig in her trunk without looking. Oh, no. And part of it was sticking out. Oh, my God. This is so <laughs> That's funny. awesome. So she, she said, said uh, it was just a great misunderstanding. She's glad someone called the cops because it shows how much your community cares. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. That they were worried about somebody <laughs> oh being God. in the truck of the car, but really it was just. Oh, my Jesus. Someone's like, oh, that's my weave. That's my weave. I, that's um, awesome. That kind of reminds me of the time that I was walking out. I was walking outside. um and for uh, as a gag gift for my birthday present, someone had got me um, like a, a blow up doll. Okay. Uh huh. Sure. And someone got it for you. And I, when right. I was when was I was on the requested list. Of yeah. Gifts. Yes. Her when registry. I was taking yeah. it outside to the dumpster, which is also funny enough because those poor uh, those poor guys that go to take your trash out, they're probably like, "What is going on in this house?" <laughs> But as soon as I go outside, I'm like, I'm barefoot. I look, I'm a mess. I look disgusting. And as soon as I walk out my front door, I have this blow doll in my hand, and our landlord comes by to mow our grass. That's excellent. And I was like, this like, is what? all we're just fun. a misunderstanding. You're like, we're just fun in this house. Yeah. It's a fun place. It's all a misunderstanding. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It was pretty funny, though. That's hilarious. I'm sure there are plenty of stories like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And I think we should have folks tell us their misunderstanding stories. Their this is all a misunderstanding story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Facebook KX969. Um, yeah, whether it's uh, a weave coming out your trunk and looking like you got a dead body in there, or <laughs> it's a blow-up doll. 
<laughs> Sorry, my life. Oh, uh, tell man. us on Facebook, KX969. We'll get you qualified for some uh, Ashland Street Dance tickets that's going down on July 15th from the Ashland American Legion. I'm going to be there hanging out with you, too. So, yeah, yeah. Facebook, KX969. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Time to pick your brain. Coriel style. <laughs> with Would You Rather. Yes, would you rather today? I tried posting while I was on vacation because I saw your one from last week. And I tried posting on there, but it wouldn't work because of where I was at. I tried posting, thank God I'm stuck on this mountain (laughs) instead of being there for this. But it would you rather be stuck on a mountain with your family (laughs) with no communication? Or, no. Would you rather be the funny one? Or be with someone who's funny. So, like, in a relationship. Okay. Okay. Let's just say you're, I don't know, you have a significant other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you rather, between the two of you, be the funny one or be the one who's with the funny one? And why? Mm. That's a good question. Well, what's your I mean, answer? <laughs> I've always I've always been the goofball, so that's I'll be just stick on that. That's good. I'm the, I bring the fun in my family. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of the same. I, I would have to go the same way. I'd like to be the one to bring the fun all the time. You know, guys, Are I you, just, you, I'm just such the funny one that uh, it's almost the responsibility's too much. Just, I don't know if I can just keep up the laughs. Yeah, I'd almost Jackson's like to. not as funny as you. I'd like to sit back and let someone else do the funny for a while. It's just a lot of, it's a lot on your shoulders to be the funny to carry one. To, to... It is. It's hard to, it's hard to carry the funny in the relationship. Very trying sometimes. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Tough for you. It With is the, exhausting. Such a stick in the mud. Mm-hmm. Who exhausting. carries? Who carries the most of the the funny in the the group that we are in in the morning show? Do you think is it you or is it Nick mm-hmm. that has to carry most of the funny? I think it's Nick. I think we both do. I think our funnies are different. Yeah. <laughs> My my funny's in a, my funny's just like in a bonehead it's, way. Listen, the hardest part is is Coriel and I are just dragging this non comedy anchor that is JP around town. Yeah, there's nothing funny long. about that, you know. That's it's the tough hard work. Part. I'm sorry, what you guys down? It he's isn't. Just a, really yeah, good. he's an anchor on our boat of comedy, and that's all right. What's the, what's the phrase? Uh, <laughs> it ain't much work, but it's honest work, or whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's that phrase. That's right. Heck, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. One of that's them. The phrase. <sighs> no, we're all funny in our own right. I think we all have de- very different um, styles of humor for sure. Yeah. But would you rather be the funny one or be with someone who's funny? There's actually this actually comes from a poll of about twelve thousand Americans who are asked about what's more attractive on a date: someone who makes them laugh or someone who thinks they're funny. Oh, okay. and only fourteen percent said uh, said that like being funny or like found funny is more attractive. Fifty six percent said someone who makes you laugh is. So, hmm. I mean, I don't know. For me personally, I think I, I am more attracted to somebody who obviously thinks I'm funny. Right. If I can make, You're if I see them smile gravitate. and laugh, if I can make them laugh. You're going to gravitate to those people. Jackson just laughs at the dumbest stuff to make you feel good. So yeah. You guys will date. I it's, love it. It's it's half of it's a like a pity giggle. I'll take you, it. You come home every every Wednesday and Jackson's like, your would you rather was genius. <laughs> and you're like, I love you. Let me lay you down. I walk in and he's just like, hey, babe, yeah. you know what? You're so funny. Yeah. And you're like, quit talking dirty to me.
That's why I, I give him the side eyes. I'm like, what did you do wrong? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did I walk into? I don't know what those guys are talking about. Would you rather Wednesdays is the best segment on the show. <laughs> Butters you up hardcore. <laughs> on Facebook, KX969, would you rather what be... all of Lincoln says. That is a great segment. <laughs> the funny one or be with someone who's funny. Tell us now and why. You're listening to JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. On it, say Fourth of July, one person didn't. I'm sure many didn't. Yeah. I mean, Fourth of July, I think it's like 74 percent of firework related injuries are Yikes. on like the the fourth. Ugh. Yeah, you, you you walked away with all your fingers and toes. Sure did. Okay, there's a 58 year old guy in Cary, Illinois, who uh, was seriously injured by a commercially rated firework. Okay. He was setting him off outside and thought one was a dud, so he stared down the tube. You never do that. And it hit him in the face. Oh, you never do that. And it knocked him out, and he had to go be taken to the hospital. Uh, so, uh, But he's okay? Yeah, he's fine. He's in a, he was in and out of consciousness and was in critical condition, and now he's okay. Okay. Uh, in northern Michigan, there was a town that was planning a big firework display over a lake, but before the show, the platform they were on collapsed and fell into the water. No way. So they had to cancel the whole thing last minute. Oh, dang it. That would look cool, too, though, over the lake and everything. In the, Darn. Uh, the cul-de-sac party that we were at on July 3rd, um, <laughs> there was an incident involving someone who got some fireworks, probably not from this state. And they were setting it up and unfortunately set it up upside down. <gasps> and it shot Whoa. into multiple garages. Yeah, yep. And caused all kinds of havoc, which luckily enough we were like in the pool, so we didn't we were on a part of the big part of it. Yeah. We saw it happen like like <laughs> like flames coming over the top of a house. We were at a, a firework display and I've never seen more misfires in my life. I don't know what the deal was. Like it, it's just so crazy. But they, when they when they exploded, it actually looked. It was a pillar of flames and this big black cloud of smoke. It, mm. it looked like a mushroom cloud. It looked like a miniature atomic bomb explosion oh, or like nuclear explosion. Oh, my I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It looked really cool. Right. And I'm glad that no one was like hurt. But you it know, was but, scary as all but get there out. Were like ten of them. Man, it was a lot. Crazy, um, crazy, crazy. Question for you. Okay. Well, You'll know this, um, what we're celebrating yesterday. Okay. What were we celebrating yesterday? Uh, America's birthday. Uh, so the signing of the Declaration of Independence is actually what we're celebrating. Yeah, which is America's birthday. It's like when it became born, essentially. Right, right, yes. So uh, 59% chose the right answer when they were polled recently about uh, what exactly it was that we were celebrating. Others had just had no clue. They were like, uh, maybe it's just like really? we set off fireworks. It's just kind of a fun thing to do. They were right? just like, we're just doing it to show our, our patriotism. Yeah, pretty for much. No reason, for just for, we just picked this day arbitrarily. That's what people yeah. think. Um, and then oh, they, they also asked depressing. people to spell the word independence. Ooh, all I can think of is the um, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D, but that one is A-N-T. Do you know what that means? So it's oh. E-N-C-E. Yeah, it's very good. It's the end of independence. Uh, 58% <laughs> correctly identified uh, how to spell independence. Only, how many? 58%. Only 58%? Can spell independence. Huh. Yep. Uh, and then they also... That's also that, depressing. That, that same 58% <laughs> were also able to identify the country we gained our independence from. Which is... Um, hold on. There was like T involved. 
Great Britain. <laughs> I love that you went to, there was tea involved. I think at one point in time there was tea involved. Yeah. It was like a big thing. You're right. Yeah. Great Britain. Exactly. It, it is It was GB. the Boston Tea Party that was us revolting against uh, the. Okay. That's, yeah. Great Britain. And, it, and Hamilton helps kind of explain And like, I don't even know if that's even directly related to all this. It really, yeah. It's but related. it kind of is. Right? It is. It's the beginning okay. of the re- the revolting, okay. of the revolution from I'm Great so Britain. Honestly, hey, I'm just happy that I got that. All, right. 11% of Americans said Native Americans. We are get, granting our independence Ooh, from Native Americans. Like, what? That. No, that is not right. Oh, my God. That is the opposite of what it no, is. No, it's Great Britain. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. I mean, they. I like. I do also like. I mean, the, not to get in the weeds too much, but I do also like how it's a whole different body of land. Yeah. Way far away from Great Britain. Right. And they still were like, no. Mm-hmm. Claimsies. <laughs> Gonna have to take it back from me. It's like, what? No. You weren't even here to begin with. <laughs> no, no. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> God. So there you go. Some uh, some uh, Independence Day knowledge for you. Dropping some knowledge. Oh, and 150 million hot dogs were eaten yesterday. 150 million? Yep. On average, that's how many Americans eat on the 4th of July. So wow. it is, by law, you are required to have hot dogs at your fe- your gathering. If you don't, you're a communist. I don't make the rules. <laughs> JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. One big thing is we forgot to do something because, you know, we're recovering from a big holiday weekend slash week. And uh, there's some money that's laying around that we need to get to. Uh, Millionaire's Club, if you didn't notice, the Powerball's over a half a billion dollars at 546 million bucks. So we'll do... We missed it the entire show. And I'm sorry. You know, just distracted coming off of being gone for so long. Uh, so what we'll do is we will do three rounds of the Millionaire's Club now. So we'll get uh, three times six is it's 18, right? Yeah. We'll get 18 of you to join us in the Millionaire's Club. So 466-9696. We need your name, your lucky number, your phone number. We'll go buy three tickets with those numbers as the primary numbers in it and hopefully walk away with uh, $546 million tonight in the Powerball Jackpot. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you missed any of the show, you can always catch up on our podcast at kzkx.com. Got a new Denver dump for you tomorrow as well. And hopefully, if, if you're lucky enough to have the rest of this week off, awesome. If not, we are here for you. This is JP, Coriel, and Hunter. Oscar Nick.